the Oakdale Christian Centre podcast. In this episode, we continue to look into faith as we look into growing faith. The main reading is James chapter 2. Last week we looked at faith and the week before we're going to just delve into Hebrews chapter 11 uh, to expand our faith, to see how we can increase our faith, to see how faith is worked out. Because people say, a lot of people say, uh, faith. Well, the next question, what well, you got your faith in? Yeah. And how was that worked out? Um, and of course, we looked at little faith, didn't we, last week? And of course, uh, depending on what we didn't know, the Father, our fears, uh, hard hardness of hearts and not being obedient to the word, not being in, in fellowship. But we looked at lots of things that caused our faith to diminish. Um, and so today we're going to look at faith. And of course, it starts uh, Hebrews 11, the whole of faith, Hebrews 11. But it starts just the verses. Remember, there's no verses or chapters in the original. So it started really in, in the verse, two verses, three verses of the end of Hebrews 10. Because it says, but the righteous one, the righteous will live by faith justification by faith and if he shrinks back I will not be pleased with him but those who are who shrink back are destroyed but those who believe are saved and of course that the whole essence of uh, of when Luther came and uh, it wasn't by works it wasn't by buying it wasn't by confessing he said justified by faith alone um, but of course that faith is worked out it was him who said it's faith alone that justifies but that faith is never alone. Um, because uh, James is saying, he's not saying you work for salvation. No, that faith produces something. If it's real faith in a real God, it has to be changed. So he, he said justification by faith. Then he defines it. We have a great definition. Verse 1, doesn't we? Now faith is being sure of what... Um, uh, faith is the assurance of the thing hoped for, the evidence of things not yet seen. This is what the ancients were commended for. Um, and thankfully then, uh, there's our definition. Then he goes on to give us example after example in chronolo- chronological even uh, order of, of the old saints that trusted God, believed if they had faith in God, and we saw that worked out. Because faith always leads to being faithful. Because faith and faithful, very similar, if not the same words people say. Uh, faithfulness. Uh, That, again, defines our faith. Obedience, again, the same uh, two sides of a coin, faith and obedience. Uh, Obedience, really, springs out from the word for faith. You're persuaded by, so yes, I agree, and I will do um, that. So we have the the definition, and then we're going through a couple of examples tonight. But faith, 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 is the assurance of things hoped for. Um, Let me just really break that down for us. Uh, the uh, faith is the assurance or the the foundation of the things hoped for. The, the the title deed, faith is the title deed of that which is in in front of us, that which is future, that which is eternal, that to which we confidently expect, and the evidence, the certification of things not seen. You see, you're dealing with two things: things of the future and things not seen. That's what faith is, isn't it? If you can see it, it's not really faith. Um, you, you can see, and of course, when, when they tell us, um, uh, 
evolution is, is science. No, no, it's a belief. Yeah. It, it, it is, why? Because ultimately no one was there at the beginning. So we have to take the observable evidence and say what makes more sense. Of course, it makes much more sense that there's a creator, there's a designer, there's someone who put it all together, of course. Um, but don't never never say, oh, we, we've got science. No, we haven't got any science behind you at all. You would just, that's something you believe. You believe. And so, so faith is that which is a, our title deed of things to come and the, the proof, the certainty of things not yet seen. Bless the Lord. That's faith. That's faith. Knowing for a fact and assurance uh, of, of that which we cannot see. Um, what did I quote? I don't know if I quote this one last week, but I like this one. Faith hears the inaudible, sees the invisible, believes the incredible, and receives the impossible. Hallelujah. That is faith. That is faith. And of course, then he says, this is what the ancients were commended for. This is what, which is what they were commended for. And then he goes, and, and the first thing he, he underlines our faith is in is God the creator. Always got to start there. If you don't start there, you're in trouble. When Paul went to the Athenian in Athens, he started by saying, the God that you didn't know, I'm going to tell you about. This is the creator. This is the one who put all together. This is where I'm going to start. Got to start with the creator. Now, in, in days gone by where people believed in God, um, the, you didn't have to start there. You go, go straight with the gospel. But today, uh, where God is, is, is put out of the system, you've got to start. Look, this is, this is a fact. This is a, this, here's all the evidence that points towards the God of creation. It's irrefutable. Irrefutable. Um, let's read uh, our first verse. Um, Romans 1. Romans 1, 18 to 25. The wrath of God is being revealed from heaven against all the godlessness and wickedness of people who suppress the truth by their wickedness. Since what may be known about God is plain to them, because God is not plain to them, but since the creation of the world, God's invisible qualities, his eternal power and divine nature have been clearly seen being understood from what has been made so the people are without excuse. For although they knew God, they neither glorified him as God nor gave thanks to him, but their thinking became futile and their foolish hearts were darkened. Although they claimed to be wise, they became fools and exchanged the glory of the immortal God for images made to look like mortal human beings and birds and animals and reptiles. Therefore, God gave them over in the sinful desires of their hearts to sexual impurity for the degrading of their bodies with one another. They exchanged the truth about God for a lie and worshipped and served created things rather than the Creator, who is forever praised. Amen. So we see very clearly Romans 1 says, look, Create. Of course, we have a number of what they call them general revelations. The general, first one is creation. He says, look, when you see, look at creation, you can see God's power, God's character, God's nature, God's attributes. It is awesome, isn't it? Even this fallen creation, we're just the wonder of it. The spectacular colours and the variety. And even down to the, those horrible insects, you think, Ugh. but they all have a purpose, don't they? They all have a purpose. And uh, like the dung beetle. Well, if there was no dung beetle, there'd still be 
plenty of dang around, wouldn't it? And, um, uh, and, and so all, all those little intricate that we, we think, well, what, what's that about? But God has thought it, and, and then we see the, the vastness. But it's very interesting that I, I was listening to a chap, and he said um, he was asked to go to um, speak in a university to the Atheist Society. And uh, so before he started, he said, well, he said, I got a confession, he said, because the trouble is, he said, you already know there's a God. He said, um, because Romans 1 says they knew God. He said, your problem is, is not, is not uh, knowing there's a God. Your problem is, mo- is moral. Mm-hmm. You God-haters. Mm-hmm. You hate this God, so you, you reject him. You neglect him. But everyone in their hearts, because there's the second revelation of conscience. We know in our hearts there's something that says you're wrong, you're wrong. You know, you see that. Of course you can. But even, even the, the deepest diet sinner knows, doesn't it? It remains, and even in prison, there's, there's that sort of uh, <laughs> honor among thieves, they call it, isn't it? Um, if, if you've done a certain crime, you're in trouble. If, if you are a pedophile in prison, you could, you could be the worst person, but you, no one's worse than that person, and they'll have you, wouldn't they? Yeah. And so even, even, even in how far away we go from there's something in us, but they know God, yet they're God-haters. They don't want to know this God, because this God is a moral God. And he says, look, you're a sinner. You are wrong. You can't live as you want. You can't. And so, so we have that. Um, the creation tells us very, very clearly there's a God of creation. Thankfully, bless the Lord. The more they examine and they find, the more they say, well, wait a minute now. Oh, how could this happen? How could that happen? I told you about that book before, the six numbers. And when they look at these numbers that, uh, that constitute how the universe and how, how, how the earth is made up, they said these are so precise, so accurate, that it has to be created. It can't have happened by chance. can't have happened by chance. You know, and you can go into it, the gravity and, and all these other things that they were talking about. I did read it and thought, oh, it's a bit, bit above my pay grade, this. All I was saying is this, the, 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 actual, the accuracy of these figures down to like 0.000 something, unbelievable. And it tells us that God is the creator, God is the designer. The more they find out, they've got this new um, telescope, which is James reading, Webb. yeah, James Webb telescope. It's looking further back and bigger the universe is and they're thinking, oh, and they're not sure this happened now, they're not sure how this happened. And so when they, they spoke off and say, this is what happened, don't ever believe it because they'll find someone else now down the road and say, oh, perhaps we were wrong there. Um, so God is good. God, the creation screams and he says, that's where the observable end, that's where we put our faith in. We know he, we understand by what we see. Uh, Psalm 19, one to six. The heavens declare the glory of God. The skies proclaim the work of his, his hands. Day after day they pour forth speech. Night after night they display knowledge. There is no speech or language where their voice is not heard. Their voice goes out into all the earth, their words to the ends of the world. In the heavens he has pitched a tent for the sun, which is like the bridegroom coming forth from his pavilion, like a champion rejoicing to run his course. It rises at one end of the heavens and makes its circuit to the other. Nothing is hidden from its heat. Amen. So it doesn't matter where we are on the planet, do we? Everyone sees the sun, and everyone sees the planets. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Um, so they, they, they can, they, it's irrefutable. The heavens declare the glory of God. And thankfully, as we said, the more we know, the more we observe, the more we say, this is amazing. Mm. And uh, we, we did that before, didn't we, about... 
how, how the resonance and how the sound, how the sound waves, they, they're creating sound all the time. And, the, and the, the planets and the universe is is in song to the creator. Um, and uh, the guy, he put he put the, the planets, remember, and he put the whale song underneath it and he had them all in harmony. Unbelievable. You know, we go around blind and deaf sometimes, we? But as Josh said the other day, as you come out in the early morning, you can hear the birds going, mm-hmm. aren't you? And, and uh, not one is the same, all got a different tune. And uh, if I was a bird, if I was a twitcher, I'd probably know which one was which and who was, which song was what. And uh, amazing, isn't it? God of creation, it screams, it shouts, it's telling all the time. And people with, without excuse, and the Bible says in verse 3, by faith we understand, faith says, yes, I can see the power of the creator, the wonder of the creator, and it was formed in his word. So that what we see is not made out of what is seen. Bless the Lord. Uh, Psalm 33, 6 to 9. By the word of the Lord, the heavens were made. Estarios, by the breath of the, his mouth. He gathers the waters of the sea into jars. He puts the deep into storehouses. Let all the earth fear the Lord. Let all the people of the world reverend him. For he spoke, and it came to be. He commanded, and it stood firm. See, that's the power of God's word, isn't it? Of course, we know faith comes by hearing, and hearing by the word of God. The same words, remember, he spoke the words into being. This is his word. That's how powerful this word is. Not, as we said before, it's not a book. It's not a, uh, and sometimes we can treat it as maybe a, as a textbook. Sometimes who study it can treat it like that. Instead of God's word, God's word, he said, it's a command the, the heavens created, came about by the breath of his mouth. He breathed them out. Bless the Lord. So that's our faith. Faith is in him and his word, which we can see uh, has come to pass. Jeremiah. Jeremiah is getting excited uh, with the Lord. Jeremiah 33. Our Lord God, behold, thou hast made the heavens and the earth by thy great power and stretched out arm, and there is nothing too hard for thee. <clears throat> thou showest loving kindness unto thousands and recompensest the iniquity of the fathers into the bosom of their children after them. The great, the mighty God, the Lord of hosts is his name. Great in counsel, mighty in works, for thine eyes are open upon all the ways of the sons of men, to give everyone according to his ways and according to the fruit of his doings. So again, that builds, it rises, be open your eyes, isn't it? Open your eyes to creation, it, when we recognize who God is, and our faith rises, increases, as we just said, just look at the beautiful sky tonight. It's, there's, there's nothing, you know, just those things that we take for granted. God says, well, do a bit of that. Put that color there, I'll do that. And, and everything was done by the word of, his power, word of his power, the breath of his mouth. That's why our faith stands there unbelievably in him. And our faith grows, our faith increases. And of course, then he says, that's where he starts. Then he starts with our first person, uh, by faith, Abel offered a better sacrifice than Cain did. By faith, he was commended as a righteous man when God spoke well of his offerings. And by faith, he still speaks, even though he is dead. Abel, Abel, our first, of course, the first one was recognition of who our God is. Next one is real repentance, faith. 
recognizes who God is. Faith also leads us to real repentance, real worship, true worship. Um, Genesis 4, sorry, Genesis 4, 2 to 8. And Adam knew Eve, his wife, and she conceived and bare Cain and said, I have gotten a man from the Lord. And she again bare his brother Abel, and Abel was a keeper of sheep, but Cain was a tiller of the ground. And in process of time it came to pass, the Cain brought of the fruit of the ground an offering unto the Lord. And Abel, he also brought of the first things of his rock, and the fat thereof. And the Lord had respect unto Abel and to his offering, but unto Cain and to his offering he had not respect. And Cain was very wroth, and his countenance fell. The Lord said unto Cain, Why art thou wroth, and why is thy countenance fallen? And if thou doest well, shall thou not be accepted? And if thou doest not well, sin lieth at the door, and unto thee shall be his desire, and thou shalt rule over him. And, and Cain talked with Abel his brother, and it came to pass when they were in the field, Cain rose up against Abel his brother and slew him. Faith, Abel had faith so he could see what he had to bring, see true repentance. It was first, firstlings, it was blood, it was what God had prescribed, it was costly, certainly costly for the animal. Um, uh, Abel, the Bible is very clear, isn't it? He just thought, what's the leftovers, you know? Uh, I bring bring what I can. It's not going to. It's certainly not going to cost me anything. It's not what the Lord has prescribed. It's not a blood sacrifice. It's not what He He asked for. I can do. It's that old adage. I'll do it my way. That's again. That's part of us, isn't it? My way. Worship my way. Sacrifice my way. Salvation my way. And and the the, the Bible is very clear. It was by faith Abel came, and he was righteous. Uh, that brought righteousness and that brought the pleasure of God, the commendation of God. See, when f- justified by faith brings righteousness, it starts in Genesis 15, doesn't it? After the Bible says to Abraham, Come out here, Abraham. You, he said, I'm a kid, you know, and um, we get it with the wood. That old then, 75, 65, still pretty old. Um, and he said, Look up there, look at them stars. He said, uh, That'll be a descendants. That'll be a descendants. Did he say, well, are you sure, Lord? You, I'm not sure about that. Like, remember Zechariah? The, the angel was in front of him. You could have a baby. And he said, oh, I'm not sure about that. He said, your wife's old, I'm old. I'm old. And the Bible says you're going to be dumb because of your, your lack of faith. But the Bible says of Abraham, he believed the Lord and it was credited him as righteousness. It was in his faith, not in his works, that worked itself out after, of course. But initially it was faith in the word of God, in the promises of God. And Abel was putting his faith in what God had asked for, what God demands. True worship starts with repentance. And uh, that blood sacrifice was only in Christ. In Christ. And so we see that the, the New Testament are sacrifices that he asks us to bring. And we will just read a couple of those. Um, Romans 12, 1 to 2. Therefore, I urge you, brothers and sisters, in the view of God's mercy, to offer your bodies to living sacrifices, holy and pleasing to God. This is your true and proper this is your true and proper worship. Do not conform to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your minds, and you will be able to test and prove what God's will is, his good, pleasing, and perfect will. 
So there's, a, there's, there's our first sacrifice. What is it? Me. Absolutely everything. And faith does it, isn't it? We see God who he is. Abel, uh, Cain, uh, Abel saw who he was. He saw his need. He saw his need of sacrifice. He saw his need of blood. That He saw his, his sin. He knew that was the prescribed way. And he said, I need to do it that way. And exactly so when we see who Jesus is, see what he's done for us, how are we not going to give him our lives? Because we'll give it to somebody or something, won't we? Because we are inbuilt to worship. That's part of our, our tripart nature. We have a spirit. We will worship something or somebody. We will certainly commit to something or somebody. And the Lord says, it's reasonable to give your life to me. Of course it is. It's not just reasonable. It's your spiritual act of worship. This is true worship that the Lord wants. Now, half-hearted, not uh, a little bit, uh, because he says... Why? Because we have a kingdom that can't be shaken, blessed, come to Romans, Hebrews 12, offer to God a pleasing, a pleasurable service with reverence and in awe. Pleasure of God is in the sacrifice of our lives. Hebrews 13, Hebrews 13, 15, 16. Through Jesus, therefore, let us continually offer to God a sacrifice of praise, the fruit of lips that openly profess his name, and do not forget to do good and to share with others. For with such sacrifices, God is pleased. So again, we have three sacrifices straight away there. Our praise, our worship. It is very interesting in Romans 1 where they said that they didn't have faith and they were ungrateful. See, that's, that's the root, isn't it? Ungratefulness. Mm -hmm. See, when we have faith and we see God who he is, what he's done, we are just absolutely grateful. Gosh. Lord, I'm saved. Uh, eternity is sure, is secure. Lord, even if I'm not going, if things are not going so well here, I know you got me. You're going to carry me if needs be. And uh, whatever's going to be, Lord, is for, your it's for my benefit. Don't see it so much. But it's for my best. You're changing me, becoming more like you. What a great mm -hmm. man. That's why it's a great gospel. See, that's why. Uh, unbelievable. And uh, so he said, my praise, I'm going to praise you continually. Doing good, doing good. Well, the Bible says, God anointed Jesus, the Holy Spirit, about we went around doing good. We see a need, meet it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I always remember listening to a guy, they were in a prayer meeting, and uh, he said, oh, let's go through requests. And he, he writing all the requests down, the, these prayers, and he looked at these requests, and he said, uh, Some, someone needed something. Oh. Can you, you can meet that. Don't need to pray about that. You go and go meet it. Uh, someone there. Uh, someone, uh, oh, someone's not, needs help tomorrow. Needs a lift. Hey, you, who's you here? And he, he, went through, he went through the list. And most of the things, isn't it? It's, sometimes we're praying for things. Wait, wait a minute. Now open your eyes. And he just, we just read there. Oh, yeah. You, you were ill and sick, brother. Well done. Carry on and leave him. He said, what are you doing? He said, give him some food. Give him a jacket. He said, uh, so seeing a need, but doing good. And the Bible says sharing. Now that word sharing is, is the word fellowship. See, fellowship is a sacrifice that God is pleased with. That's why when people say, man, nah, 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 I give a take. No, no, they, they, that's a lie from the devil. See, fellowship is a sacrifice God is pleased with. And he desires it. He longs for it. Don't be like Cain. Well, perhaps I'll go, perhaps I won't. You know, that's what it is, isn't it? Cain, whatever I can give. No. No, this is vital. This is life. Why? Because God has asked for it. God's a, of course, also 
the other gift, maybe another one, maybe it's five or six, but let's go with five. And uh, Romans 4 says, the gift, it was money then, he said, you, you give me a gift, bless all. And what is it, like a fragrant offering, sending up to the Lord. Um, and when we give, we give uh, to the Lord. So the sacrifice, the sacrificial system uh, is a proof of our faith. Why? Because we realize that everything we have is from him. His word is true. Even when it hurts, we're going to sacrifice because it does cost. Um, remember, this is not for salvation. It's not for salvation. This is the working out of our faith now. We trust in him. We're going to obey his word. He says, look, look give, give. And it should be given to you. Pressed down, shaking together. That widow, she turned up, didn't she? Nothing she gave. But to her it was everything. And Jesus said, she's given more, two little pennies, than those Pharisees who will come in and throw in thousand dollars, thousand pound, two thousand pound. Because it isn't what we got, is it? It's what's left. See, a tithe is the same to me as it is the millionaire. Might be ten pound to me, but a lot more to him. And uh, as a chap said, uh, when he went, when he went to see the ministry, he said, "Oh, he said, I'm, you know, my, my wage is going up and up and up." I said, "He said I, that means I got to tithe more and more and more." He said, "Well, I can always pray for your wage to come back down." He said, "If you want." <laughs> but God is good. God is good. Faith by faith, Abram better than better than Cain. Why? Because he recognised who God was. He recognised what God desired. He desired. And then we come to Enoch. By faith, Enoch was taken from this life. So he did not experience death. He could not be found because he had taken away. For before he was taken, he was commended as one who pleased the Lord. Bless the Lord. Genesis 5. Enoch lived 65 years and begotten Methuselah. After he begotten Methuselah, Enoch walked with God 300 years and had sons and daughters. So all the days of Enoch were 365 years. And Enoch walked with God, and he was not, for God took him. He walked with God. Again, we've looked at that word walk. That is just a, uh, a picture in the Old Testament of one's life, of one's journey, of one's whole essence of who he is, walking with God, walking in, and that's what he did. He walked with God by faith. He saw God and he was walking by, and of course, that's not any different from us, is it? Uh, 2 Corinthians 5, 6 to 11. We read this last week, I think. Therefore, we are always confident and know that as long as we are at home in the body, we are away from the Lord. For we live by faith, not by sight. We are confident, I say, and would prefer to do to be away from the body and at home with the Lord. So we are, make it our goal to please Him, whether we are at home in the body or away from it. For we must all appear before the judgment seat of Christ, so that each of us may receive what is due us for the things done while in the body, whether good or bad. We are walking by faith, not by what we see. Faith, remember, is assurance for what is hoped for. Our eyes are on eternity, not on time. If we live for time, what does the Bible say? Romans 8. Do not walk after the flesh. You can't if you walk the flesh, that's in as enmity towards God. Do not walk after the flesh. Do not walk after the manner of men, he says. Do not walk in the craftiness. Walk by faith, 
uh, not by sight. Of course, there's eternal principle, eternal perspective, and ultimately he says there, look, everything I do is to please him, is to please him. And uh, Enoch walked with God. Every aspect, there was relationship. That's what it comes to. First was recognition of who God is by creation. Second one in the sacrificial system, real repentance. And now Enoch is real relationship because he's walking with God. Colossians 2, 6 to 10. As you therefore have received Christ Jesus the Lord, so walk in him, rooted and built up in him and established in, in the faith, as you have been taught, abounding in it with thanksgiving. Beware lest anyone cheat you through philosophy and empty deceit according to the tradition of men, according to the basic principles of the world, and not according to Christ. For in him dwells all the fullness of the Godhead bodily, and you are complete in him, who is the head of all principality and power. Walk in him. Walk in him. Walk with him. Walk as him. But of course, the Bible gives us the ability, he says, walk in the Spirit, be led by the Spirit, keep in step with the Spirit. Listen to him, Lord, and start the day, isn't it? Lord, this is your day, bless the Lord, I want to walk with you, I want to hear you, I want to listen to you. Help me be attentive, pliable, receptive to you, Lord. And as we go through the day, we walk with him, we are open to him. And the Bible talks about all different ways of walking. Of course, we can only walk in newness of life, then we walk in him, by him, through him. Bible says walk in honesty, in clarity, in the light of the word. Um, walk worthily of your calling, isn't it? There's a, there's a worthiness to our walk because we keep it in step with him. And uh, that's why he, he, he pleased the Lord. He had a commendation, this man pleased me. That's a great, great commendation, isn't it? Uh, it says of, of uh, Solomon, uh, when he said, Solomon, what do you want? What do you want? Anything you want. Oof, dear me. What a question. What a question. And the Bible says, Solomon says, Lord, you know what? That's a big old nation. I'm young. I need your wisdom. I need insight. I need foresight. I need understanding. I need perception. The Bible says, this request pleased the Lord. Because at that time his heart was right with the Lord, isn't it? So it pleased. The prayer of the upright pleases the Lord. Ooh, to please the Lord uh, in, in every aspect of our lives. Of course, what does he say? Children obey your parents. That pleases the Lord. Bless the Lord. Amen. Um, slaves, be subject to your masters, which is well-pleasing, making the gospel attractive. Uh, look after your family. That pleases the Lord. And we can go on and on and on. It's a good good thing to have a, uh, have a, have a delve into that because the Bible says, Paul says, I make it my aim. My make it my aim and my ambition to do what? To please the Lord. Amen. Enoch walked with the Lord by faith. By faith he walked with the Lord in relationship and he was pleased. He pleased the Lord. And of course then verse 6 says, um, of course we have the justification by faith we have the definition then we start on our journey of examples of how that's worked out and then he drops his verse in uh, verse 6 and without faith it is impossible to please the Lord impossible to please him because anyone who comes to him must believe that he is and it rewards those who earnestly seek him see if we know who he is 
we're going to give him our time. We're going to earnestly seek him because we know he's the answer. He's the way. He has the, all the wisdom and the power and the glory that we need for this life, don't we? So we're going to earnestly seek him. And that, that comes out of faith because we know who he is. We know him. Um, 1, Peter, 1 Timothy 2, 1 Timothy 2, 1 to 3. I exhort therefore that first of all, supplication, praise, intercession and giving of thanks be made for all men, for kings and for all that are in high authority, that we may lead a quiet and peaceful life in all godliness and honesty, for this is good and acceptable in the sight of God our Saviour. Pray for all. Seek him. Then out that working of that is purpose, purity, love this word, probity, hallelujah, godly lives, godly lives. Why? Because we are, we are seeking him. In faith we are seeking him um, because we know who he is, know what he's done. Bless the Lord. And by faith, we ask in faith. James 1, 5 to 8. If any of you lacks wisdom, you should ask God who gives generously to all without finding fault. And it will be given to him. But when he asks, he must believe and not doubt, because he who doubts is like a wave of the sea, blown and tossed by the wind. That man should not think he will receive anything from God. He is a double-minded man, unstable in all he does. Ask by faith. Lord, well, I'm not sure. Lord, no, sure. Now, again, we've talked about uh, our, our faith is built up, haven't we? We're spending time in his word, spending time in his presence, spending time with other, people, other believers. Why? Because they'll have, a, they'll have a, a testimony that will fill us with faith. Ooh, I prayed for that. The Lord answered this way. The Lord didn't answer that way. And that builds our faith up. That's why testimonies and, and coming is faith building. That's why we're here to build each other up. And uh, he says, don't be double-minded, too soul, too thinking, and uh, inst instability, instability all around. But by faith, by faith, we, we will seek him, because we are out to please him. They were commended, the Old, Old Testament believers, because they believed in faith. Also, we read it last week, the week before, yet not receiving the fullness of the promise. Bless the Lord. Oh, some of us are not happy with that. But that's where faith comes in. Faith produces perseverance. Faith should be produced in faithfulness, in obedience, irrespective of if, if we don't actually see it with these physical eyes. Why? Because it's not by faith. It's not by sight. It's by faith. Keep our eyes on that which is eternal, that which is coming. And that's what drives us to keep going and to keep looking and to keep seeing. Matthew 7, 7 to 11. Asking it should be given you, seeking you shall find, knocking the door should be opened unto you. For everyone that asketh receiveth, he that seeketh findeth, and to him that knocketh it shall be opened. For what is that man of you who whom ask, his son asketh bread, and he will give him a stone? If he asketh a fish, he will give him a serpent. If he be in evil, nor to give good gifts unto your children, how much more would your heavenly Father, which is in heaven, give good gifts to those who ask? Remember that, those, those verbs, ask, seek, knock. I've asked the Lord. Because the Bible says, ask. We sing it, don't we? Ask, 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 and it shall be given you. Seek, seek. The principle is, 
Continually, continually seeking the Lord. And that's what you, it says here, earnestly seek the Lord in verse 6. And that means a persistent, a continual uh, seeking. Because again, that produces and shows faith and builds faith. Builds faith and shows faith. Um, and God, the Bible is very clear, he rewards that faith. He rewards it. He's, he's a rewarder he, he, because he's a good God. He sees, ah, oh, they trust me. They believe in me. Oh, yes. I will reward them. Now, again, not always as we want. God doesn't always answer the prayers like we think. But he will always answer. Bless the Lord. Thank you. Bless the Lord for that. Uh, But as we seek him, we seek him with all our hearts, he will be found. Jeremiah um, 29. And if you seek him, the Bible says, Matthew 6, the Lord teaches to pray. He said, if you you get again into the... Your room, get into your closet. And when the Lord sees what is done in the closet in secret, He will what? Reward you openly. So tonight, our faith. Where is our faith? How is our faith? Bless the Lord. Remember, heaven's currency is faith. Everything we have, we receive by faith. Because we have, can't earn it, we don't deserve it. We say, Lord, thank you. You are longing to do a work in me. You're longing to save me. Blessed by faith. And everything, everything else from that, um, uh, our life, eternal life, our sanctification, our cleansing, our in, the indwelling of the Lord, the power to stand, victory, rest, carry on, whatever you want it, is by faith. By re- believing God's word and his character, he can't fail. So we look at this creation, we can see it absolutely clear. We look at um, uh, Abel in his repentance, real repentance. See, in, in Enoch, real relation, walking with God. Every activity was with the Lord. And ultimately, we had to seek the Lord earnestly. Um, and he will ultimately bless and reward. And of course, our ultimate reward is heaven. Yeah. This side of heaven, well, Lord, help us. But heaven is our destination. And that's where faith is holding on. That which is invisible and that which is to come. Bless the Lord tonight. Hallelujah. We hope you've enjoyed this episode. To find out more about our church, including our service times, visit www.oakdalechristiancentre.org.